Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Star Wars 7x7, episode 848. Well, it had been one of those things where Entertainment Weekly seemed to have cornered the market on ongoing breaking news about the Star Wars saga and about the new movies coming out. But there's a new media outlet that has had a couple of very cool scoops recently and a very cool sense of exclusives. And we're going to get into all of that and what those exclusives are coming up. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Razor, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and the outlet that I am referring to is USA Today. Now, we've known for a while that they've been a great source of information on the books. In fact, excerpts from Bloodline and Catalyst and Aftermath Life Debt have all shown up there, just to name three. But now we're getting stuff from Gareth Edwards himself, some exclusive interview content, coming courtesy of Brian Truitt, who is the USA Today writer that covers all things geek and nerd and whatnot for USA Today. That would make him the comparative equivalent of Anthony Bresnikan over at Entertainment Weekly. And this week, there were two particular things that came out from him and USA Today that are worth sharing with you about Rogue One. One of them was a tidbit of information from a Gareth Edwards interview that was included in a list of must-watch movies for the holiday season. Of course, Rogue One is in that list. Of course it is. And I get the sensation that... Maybe it was just one interview with Gareth Edwards and they broke up the pieces of it. So that way they would have a little bit for this and a little bit for another feature article that they had in USA Today. I don't know if it actually made the paper or if it was just online. Obviously, I found it online. But let's start with the one where it's part of the 10 must-see holiday movies. Because there's one quote in there from Gareth Edwards and it's... Something that actually reframes the way we might consider Jin Erso's character. Here's what Gareth Edwards has to say in this article. He says, Events take place that just shatter her life and send her off to be basically raised as a soldier in the midst of a war. The she, of course, and the her referring to Jin Erso. She ends up not the person she was supposed to be. So stop and think about that for a moment, will you? When you think back to the final trailer that was released for Rogue One, you remember that we saw Jin Erso as a little girl, definitely not 15 years old, more like maybe seven, eight years old, somewhere in there. And 
at that point, we know she's hiding from the Imperials. We don't know if at that point when Orson Krennic shows up, if he actually takes Galen Erso away at that point. And if so, does he actually find Jin also? But there is a bit unexplained here. We know from Mon Mothma that she's only on her own since the age of 15. She had to get shipped away at some point, probably between 7 to 15. What was she doing in those years? She wasn't, quote-unquote, on her own in those years. And why was she, quote-unquote, sent off? I mean, first of all, that almost implies that the you know people who sent her off, presumably Galen Erso and possibly his wife Lyra, we don't have a bead on where she is in all of this just yet. But if you're going to send your daughter off somewhere, you're probably going to send her someplace where she knows the people to whom she's being sent. So that raises an interesting question, especially if it seems to be the case that she knows Saw Gerrera somewhat well, and if she's been raised in the middle of war, then maybe she actually had some longer-term association with him, which meant that maybe he had some longer-term association with the whole Urso family. But why on earth does it keep happening to our main Star Wars characters that they get abandoned as children? Jin Erso, abandoned as a kid. Luke Skywalker, abandoned as a kid. Leia Organa, abandoned as a kid. Rey, abandoned as a kid. Anakin Skywalker, I guess you could kind of say he was, a, I mean, he abandoned his mother. I was so, you know, he didn't really necessarily get abandoned. He was the one who did the abandoning. But back to the point, Jin apparently has not just been on her own since the age of 15. She has actually been on her own fighting against the Empire since she was 15 years old. So that definitely frames her a little bit differently and still leaves a lot unanswered, especially about how she managed to be shipped off. That's a really interesting tidbit. And more importantly, why and to whom and by whom even? Why not? Now, on the same day that that piece dropped, there was a larger sneak peek at the Empire Striking Back in Rogue One article. Yeah, very clever, very clever. And included information on Krennic and also on the hierarchy in which he finds himself. This will be Gareth Edwards again talking about the Empire and about director Krennic Ben Mendelsohn's character. He says, It feels like if the Empire ever has a job vacancy, they go to the Royal Shakespeare Company to headhunt people. I like the idea that Ben's character was much more working class and rose in the ranks through sheer force of personality and ideas. Now, that is in reference to Ben Mendelsohn in his initial preparation for the role, asking Gareth Edwards if he should adopt a, quote, very posh English accent, unquote. But the director preferred Krennic, the man in charge of the advanced weapons research wing of the Imperial military, not to be a part of that boys club. Pretty cool, right? I mean, you can see that, right? You can see how that would work out with him, I think. And there's an even more fascinating line from Edwards, and I think it might be hinting at more than we necessarily realize. Um, Gareth Edwards says that Krennic hits a brick wall. This is him being quoted again in USA Today. It's a brick wall in the hierarchy where they won't let him in the club, and it's going to turn into a them-or-us situation, either Krennic or Tarkin and the others. Okay, so this is the second time that Tarkin has been brought up in this article. So you kind of have to think to yourself, hmm, wait a second. I've heard this twice now. What does this mean? Because certainly that's not official confirmation by any stretch of the imagination, but it can't be utterly coincidental that that's happened twice. 
especially because, as you know, the folks at Lucasfilm are definitely taking their security seriously, and they've only had time to improve and refine their security measures after what they saw with The Force Awakens. So all that makes it sound like Krennic is not just your run-of-the-mill officer who is up promoted and trying to hard scrabble for favor with Darth Vader, he may actually be a bit of a heretic inside the Imperial organization. I mean, after all, the Death Star was at one point nicknamed Tarkin's Folly, and so maybe Orson Krennic taking the project on for himself, maybe it's about to become Krennic's Folly. So that's about going to do it for today, wrapping up our look at the comments Gareth Edwards made in USA Today about Jin Erso and director Krennic and all sorts of Rogue One goodness. We will link to the articles that we're talking about here at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. But in the meantime, I've got a trivia question waiting for you on the other side of the break, so stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. I've got a trivia question for you. There is a 97.6% chance of failure. Oh, well, there you have it. K2SO, not a fan of positive thinking. Last time I asked you to whom Han and Chewie were bringing the Rathtars, and that was King Prana. Today's question, Rathtars are the cause of what historical horrific event mentioned by Finn? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.